Welcome to Apparently Speaking, the podcast from Northeast Ohio Parent Magazine, with your host, Miriam Connor. Hi, this is Miriam. Welcome to the latest episode of Apparently Speaking, where I'll be talking to the drugless doctors, doctors Anthony and Kaysen D. Maria, about chiropractic care for families. This episode is sponsored by Montrose Mazda Kent. They go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at mazdakent.com. Dr. Anthony DeMaria is a second-generation chiropractor who brings traditional and emerging chiropractic techniques alongside nutritional advancements. Dr. Anthony served as valedictorian of his graduating class at Life University, where he received his Doctor of Chiropractic degree. Dr. Kaysen also received her Doctor of Chiropractic degree from Life University. Dr. Kaysen is certified in Webster Techniques, certified by the Academy Council of Chiropractic Pediatrics in Pregnancy and Pediatrics by the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. So welcome. I know that's pretty cool. I was like, wow, I didn't even know these things existed. And I was digging into it a little bit. So that's perfect for our show. So welcome, both of you. Hey, thank you for having us. Thank you. We're excited to be here. I'm very glad that you're here also. And so we've been chatting a little bit before. And, um, you know, we talked before about, and I was thinking, you know, you guys would be great on the show because... When you think of a chiropractor, at least for myself, you don't really automatically jump to kids or teens. You know, you think of someone older, they got a back injury or, you know, that kind of thing. And so I think that's probably a little more old school thinking, right? Maybe. So tell us a little bit about what you, you do for kids, teens, babies, whatever it is, you know, to support families. You know, that's really great. I'm happy that you brought that up because a lot of times when someone is talking about bringing their child to a chiropractor, Or they're saying, hey, Ben, bringing my child to go and see these doctors. And they're like, well, why are they seeing them? Do they have a back problem? And a lot of times it's like that's so funny because a lot of times it's just ignorance of what it is that we actually do. So uh, the cool thing is the, the skull and the spine both protect the brain and the nervous system. So ultimately when working with kids and adults, Chiropractic care is really meant to make a positive impact in the brain's ability to properly communicate with the body. So we see from a couple of days old through the oldest person we have in our office is 97 right now and everybody in between. We love being able to help them. So uh, we love to work with families from a wellness perspective, people that are just wanting to come in and stay well. But we will commonly see people seek out care for things like colic or reflux or not being able to latch properly with breastfeeding. Um, With kids, we'll see things like ADHD or an attention challenges. So um, it's really kind of cool to see that evolution. Uh, A lot of it has to do with education with parents, why someone should bring their child to a chiropractor, especially if it's not so, Dr. Case, why don't you talk a little bit about the difference between maybe working with the nervous system and working with pain? So what's really cool is working with kids in our office. Kids get it. When we start talking, we get all of our anatomy friends out and we show them how it's all connected. So even simply of your brain, your body is communicating at all times. And we think, well, of course it is. But you don't really think that your lungs, your heart, your brain, your stomach, your colon it has to have this nerve energy to properly function. And what happens through life is the birth process. And I know with you, Miriam, you know, with having kids, it's that that pressure 
when you're giving birth, that's 90 pounds of pressure on the brain and the spinal cord. And then you think about with kids running and jumping and playing and thousands of times slips and falls on the butt. And then, you you know, we're going to talk a little bit about like the technology and the iPads and phone use. And then you get into life of, you know, maybe you have a job where you're sitting or we help a lot of um, other healthcare providers, dentists and hairstylists and, you know, people who are mechanics. All, all of us are not um, prone to not having gravity push on us. So <laughs> we're always in that for a position. So we're able to evaluate function through the nervous system to be able to do, to do specific adjustments to improve function. Yeah. It's super interesting when you were just listing some of the things. I'm like, wow, I never would have thought of some of those things. And I'm thinking, I wish I would have known that or thought of that. Or maybe when I had, you know, my kids were babies, it wasn't really, you know, what the resources weren't there. Um, but I was, th- I'm thinking, gosh, I would have, that would have been helpful to me. And just, I just, like you said, I just don't think people think of it. And I like that you guys focus on alternatives to drugs, you know, right away, let's try some other things. Obviously for some things, you know, that's necessary. That's not what we're talking about, but that there are ways to, to help, um, some of these issues or at least start out, you know, without that, some natural ways. So what are some of the biggest issues you see with kids? Maybe coming in. So kids commonly. So number one, people find out about our office from seeing us at health fairs or events or, you know, um, PTA groups we speak to and we do free workshops for other people. So they hear these testimonies and stories and maybe they've been online and they're researching a different approach to constipation. For their child, which this is a common area we see kids for is constipation and digestive challenges. And a lot of times their pelvis could be out of position, which is impacting those nerves. Or also we do work with diet and nutrition. So, you know, easy things that we promote in our office are more vegetables for kids and making right. that. It's just getting them to eat them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, right. <laughs> can you come to the home and try to. <laughs> so making it fun for them, but commonly that birth process, what we find is the neck being out of position and that can impact the ability to latch like Dr. Anthony was sharing. So breastfeeding sleep is a huge area with kids mm-hmm. too. And we're seeing more kids now, anxiety and depression and, um, you know, they don't even know what's going on, but the parent is sharing with us, you know, how they get really nervous and they have stomach aches. Mm-hmm. And so what would you do for something like that? Because, yeah, that is a big thing. And I've done several shows on, you know, um, anxiety and depression and things like that. And I mean, I have to be honest, you would not think to go to a chiropractor. So I, I'm loving that there is maybe some kind of alternative that is drugless and things like that. So what would you maybe try to do to help? Hey, mom comes in, my kids just really just filled with anxiety. They're getting stomach aches. They're anxious, all that kind of thing. What would you do maybe? So at any time when someone comes to our office, we always start with an evaluation. And that's really the starting place for healthcare providers is what's been going on? How did you become you? and do some simple, easy tests in order to evaluate what's going on in the body. And then from there, whether incorporating chiropractic adjustments or working with someone with their diet or incorporating nutritional supplementation, all of those can really help get somebody back on track. And you know what? I love working with kids to see how just getting chiropractic care alone can change things like breathing or bowel movement. So like 
I can think of these two young men that will be in our office this week, and when they first started care a couple of months ago, you know, their mom was like, so what's the biggest thing you've seen with these guys? I was like, well, I noticed that their bowels change. They're going way easier than they used to, and we didn't realize that that was an issue. So we'll hear that quite a bit with someone is like, hey, little Johnny doesn't have a sinus issue anymore, but we didn't even realize that that was a challenge. So when you incorporate better nervous system communication with dietary choices and the right nutrients, bodies work to heal themselves like they're supposed to. What do you think that you've seen maybe the biggest, um, either, you know, mentioning nutrition for kids, the biggest thing that maybe they're lacking or doing, I don't know, quote unquote wrong or something that you, you see with, you know, majority of the kids, you some know, changes. I think a lot of it, it really comes down to diet. So one of the things is just way too much sugar. Mm-hmm, right. And, you know, I know that parents are aware that, hey, sugar is not necessarily a good thing, but it's, I like to work on having families work together. Probably the number one thing to help somebody is don't just have mom or dad prep the food. It should be a family occurrence and everybody should be participating and even making lunches at an early age because it just starts to show that food's not scary. I don't have to go to get fast food in order to eat. I know how to prep food and eat the right things. My kids know how to prep food, but I'm like, why am I still making three lunches a day? But that's okay. So <laughs> I'll, I'll give a shout out to my dad. So when, when I was in first grade, my mom and dad taught me how to make my lunch. And ever since then, you know, it's it just a yeah. good way to, hey, these are the things that we have in the refrigerator mm-hmm. and these are some choices that you could do and this is some of the things that you should eat. So I love working with parents because a lot of times moms and dads get healthy along with bringing their kids in because they're forced to make better choices (laughs) that they know that they They should have been making. (laughs) So it's not just kids, but it's usually a family evolution of, hey, we need to make better choices. And we've talked a lot about modeling on this show in different episodes. And so I'm big on that. So, right. you You can't just say you guys need to eat better and then you're not. You know what I mean? So obviously that would be, so that's good though because like you said, then it's a a family thing and they're doing it together. So too much sugar you think is obviously the main thing and I think a lot of kids probably with like juices and pops and all that kind of stuff I'm sure is a big thing. What about um, any other things that maybe they're lacking maybe? Um, like a, a protein or something like that, certain vitamins. You know what? A lot of times, unless we're doing some type of specific nutrient testing, which we do quite a bit with individuals, is we'll make sure that um, either we're doing blood tests or something in order to figure out what's specifically going on with okay. them. Kids, a lot of times, simply is like a, a good multivitamin can be very helpful. But one of my, our, I should say, biggest challenges is to families is just work on adding a little bit more vegetables. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because a lot of times people get so into, well, what about this and what about that? And should I add this or should I take away this? But what do you think about that? And what about this? And it's, you know, they're making it too complicated. Let's just, just add yeah. some more vegetables and minimize sugar and mm-hmm. let's do that as a start. But, you know, a lot of times we'll find people just do too much of things that they shouldn't like peanut butter so peanut butter a lot of times can lead to sinus and allergy challenges so just minimizing peanut butter and dairy alone can really impact that now 
when you combine chiropractic care with diet and nutrition, that's where this is what much better approach than drugs. So like one of the things that we're always talking to parents about is if there's a way that your child could get better with letting the body heal itself, wouldn't you want to do that? Right, of course. Versus yeah. putting something that's potentially drugs. harmful in their system. So, you know, it, it really is a educational process for someone and rethinking how to eat and do that. But that's really a part of our practice is, is major into education mm -hmm. because I'll hear from people like yourself, hey, nobody ever taught me how to eat. This is just something that we have we did or was passed down in my family and I didn't realize that doing this is not good. Right, right. So you're right, educating, right, and educating the family and then the parents take that to the kids and that's, okay, so nutrition and what about, you mentioned, you know, Dr. Kaysen, especially some things with um, babies, you mm -hmm. know, newborns, yes. mothers, what do you see the biggest thing people are coming in your office for, for that stage? So what's really interesting is when people start getting chiropractic adjustments and we start working with them, we start talking about their health goals. So a lot of women and families, they're working on family planning. And we've had so many stories of testimonies in our office of women that they've done fertility drugs and they've done everything and they've they've like given up on being able to have a baby and as we've been working with their nervous system and getting them healthy we've had it was interesting two women like around the same time they come in with this look on their face and it's like we already know what they're gonna say they're <laughs> like oh my gosh I'm pregnant I said you are she's like yeah but my husband and I we haven't been doing anything different except coming to to your office do you think this chiropractic thing has anything like, to well, do I think it might well <laughs> do you think that if those nerves in right. your lower back are, are being impacted then that could impact the birth process of yeah. course and with the Webster technique that we are certified in, this is a specific analysis to help balance mom's pelvises, to help with that realignment, to make sure that everything is moving and open and chiropractic care, it, it decreases labor time and overall the whole birth process because the nervous system of the mom impacts the nervous system of the baby. Mm -hmm. So then when that baby is born, we want to get that baby assessed immediately so we can make sure that that baby is fully functioning, connected, able to breastfeed, sleep. So little ones that they come into the office, you know, as soon as one day old, the amount of pressure we use with an adjustment is the amount of pressure you'd put on your eyelid. Oh, wow. Very, okay. very, very gentle yeah. and specific and babies. Right, so you're not hurting the baby or pressing no. on them. People might think that, you know, like, I don't yes. want to go in because they're going to be wrong. And initially with babies, we always evaluate the neck function, their range of motion, their hips, and we've had babies, you know, poop in their diapers when they're in the office. They giggle. You guys are talking about that a they lot. Have I just guests. want to throw that out there. That seems to be a it's like hot they, topic in your office. Uh, I'm just, just saying. Poop, pooping <laughs> is cool. I know. And, and, and we have little kids, you know, that bring all their toys in. And then, you know, as a, a child's spine develops, especially as we're teaching kids and families, we work with a lot of other birth providers in the area and birth groups because – we talk to them about the nervous system and tummy time and breastfeeding and baby carrying and things that they can do as a new mom to help with the brain and the nervous system and the development. And then as kids get older, the neck curve is so important because that's the arc of life. And our neck curve should look like a C. Most people have a straight neck 
or a reverse curve. And every inch your head goes forward is an extra bowling ball of pressure on the brain, which we didn't bring our our bowling ball model for you to hold on to. (laughs) But kids with their backpacks and technology and sports, if you're carrying two bowling balls of pressure around on your spine every day, that directly will impact your concentration, focus, your breathing. You know, we have a lot of athletes in our office and kids playing soccer and football and different activities, they don't have any pain in their body, but they could be having other challenges in their body that they aren't even aware of because only 10% of your nerves can feel pain. Wow, that's really interesting. And it made me have a lot of questions as you're talking about that. (laughs) Um, Thinking of like my son, especially all the pounding he does, you know, on his body and stuff. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk to you about that and ask you a little bit about electronics and all that stuff too with kids. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Miriam from Apparently Speaking. Join the Mazda family like I did at Montrose Mazda Kent. You'll love the selection of new and used cars and lease options. We are on our third car from Kent Mazda. We keep going back because of the ease of purchase, and it has been by far the best deal we could find each time. Montrose Mazda Kent, they go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at MazdaKent.com. Okay, we are back talking with Dr. Anthony and Dr. Kaysen Di Maria. And so thank you guys again for being here. So, you know, we talked about how people just may not realize all the things that you can do or why, you know, that they can take a baby or should take a baby and a kid and, you know, adolescent, teen, all that. There, you have different services for all of those. A lot of things that I'm like, I would never have thought about that. But as you're talking like that totally makes sense. So um, mentioned kids and backpacks. And I know a while ago that was kind of like a hot topic, you know, in the, in the, on the media with the media that, you know, so I'm sure that you still see it because I still see all the kids and my kids all have backpacks. And sometimes I pick it up to move it. And I'm like, this is so heavy. And, you know, like my daughter, I think when they're older, they just do it on the one. It's not cool to, you know, maybe do it on boost, you do it on one shoulder. And then the younger, they do it on two. But still, sometimes they are super heavy. So do you suggest using a different type of a bag or just carrying it on the both shoulders or what? You know, that's a, as you're mentioning that, it's giving me anxiety thinking about. <laughs> well, you these better go see. Right? I know. You better get you adjusted. I know, right? But, you know, it's really, I we had a conversation with some moms uh, at the beginning of the school year, and they were just talking to us about, like, my kids have to take all their books in their backpack, and they're not allowed to put it in their locker. And it just seems it's weird. Too, it's but... just it's just too much weight. Yeah. For an adolescent spine to be able to hold that load. So you're exactly correct. You should be wearing a backpack with both straps on. You shouldn't just let it sag down to your back. It right. It really shouldn't one. be any more than, you know, like fifteen to twenty percent of your total body weight. So there's these, mm-hmm. you know, fifty pound to seventy pound child that's carrying a twenty pound backpack. That, that load on the spine over time impacts it. So, you know, backpacks and, and technology are really two major ergonomic challenges that kids face that we don't realize are, could have a detrimental impact for them long term with their health. And going to the point that Dr. Kaysen made, a lot of it is just because it doesn't produce pain doesn't mean it's not decreasing right. function. Or later something may come up and you don't even realize what was from years of that crazy backpack. So keep it lighter, the backpack. So if they have extra things, don't like, put everything maybe in the backpack. Maybe just 
another type of bag also in addition or carry some I would minimize as much as right. you can right. in a backpack and keep it just to the essentials just what and you only have to the have necessary things no additional weight try to utilize a locker when possible mm-hmm. maybe carry if you have to another Another bag know. would be super and, helpful. And we do have parents that they might have like a rolling bag. But if you have a backpack, you know, of course you want it to be like tight, tighter right, around okay. you. So that way tight. it's it's more supportive. But they do make, you know, more, I guess, well-built backpacks now yeah, with extra do. cushions and things like yeah. that. You just want to be wise and smart in regards to if not you putting move it, extra If you try pressure. to pick it up and it seems heavy, it's too heavy then exactly. as it is to go on your back. Maybe that's a guideline for a parent. Like if you if you pick it up and it feels... Oh, this is kind of heavy. Or weigh it even. You know, if if they're having it the same every day yeah. you know, with all those books, maybe you could do that and see. Yeah. Probably the biggest population that's at risk is elementary and right. middle school children because their bodies aren't necessarily formed to be able to handle an increased load. Right, and, right. And our spine's not completely formed until 22. So this is also a huge area why all kids should be getting a spinal evaluation from a chiropractor that does films of the spine to actually evaluate what else is going on and how can we improve and correct this prior to 22 because once you get there you see more so with kids growing up in adolescence with puberty that's when curvature start or scoliosis starts and a lot of parents don't realize that yes they might be getting a screening at school but that screening consists of them touching their toes and if they don't see a curvature they say you're good but by the time something shows up like that it's already been present for a period of time. So just come in and get the screening and just to see just peace of mind or know where to go from there. Right. What about electronics? So this has to be a huge thing now that you're seeing in your office because I know you know everyone's looking down now and slunched hunched over and then they're just constantly looking down at their phone or, you know, I know I'll sit with my laptop, you know, a lot of times like on the couch and I'm like looking. And so it's not, I know it's not good. I try to be, you know, to realize you have good posture, but, and then I think like, I shouldn't look down so much. I'm going to get wrinkles in my neck, but um, I know there are more important things than that. Right. So, you know, you're talking about modeling, you know, this is, yeah, right. I know. but this is a, this is a really major issue that I don't think that we're a aware of the gravity yeah, of later, how much it's it is. Yeah, later it's going to be like, oh my gosh. Because, um, like, if you really think about it, technology like smartphones and iPads have really only been around for a decade. So Dr. Case and I have only been out of school for eight years. and there Oh, just were, rub it in. I, <laughs> iPads, iPads weren't even around yeah. when we were in school. So now we have all these new technological devices and we haven't been taught how to use them properly mm-hmm. and kids you'll just see their head slumped oh, all, forward always and down. they're down and even even after educating kids in the office and I'll see them sitting in our educational area and their heads down <laughs> looking at their phone and it's like okay we have some work to do but but what should they do then you know you really want to have something at eye level because so hold it, the phone if up. you're mm-hmm. if you're moving your head and dropping it down you're going to be putting stress and pressure on those nerves now again is it a big deal for one moment in time no but when you magnify that for a year two years now you're getting into college and you're studying more now you have a job that's at a computer Mm-hmm. Now you're developing headaches and fatigue and low energy, you know, so it is it is yeah. not just that one point when the symptom starts. It's how do we reverse this from right. the very beginning? So it, and it's so not it even up. just using a phone. It could be the child that's 
laying on their bed doing homework on their laptop or laying in bed texting until 11 o'clock at night. You know, those another show. Yeah. (laughs) Those ergonomic issues, again, one moment in time, not a big deal. Right. When it's a pattern. pattern, Yeah. An easy way for parents that are listening right now to look at their child is if you look at them from the side and if if your earlobe is not at the back part of your shoulder, then there's an issue. Okay. Also assessing posture, you know, even standing, you know, standing normal, looking up, looking down, shoulders up and down, turning your head, and then just looking at the posture. Look at, is there one shoulder higher than the other? Are there arms even? Is their head twisting off to one side or the other? You know, we look at their knees, their hips. Do they look completely balanced? And that's why a lot of parents bring their kids into the office because they start seeing this forward hunching over mm-hmm. that maybe they have seen in their grandparents and they say oh right, well, my get gosh that hump back there and they're yeah. starting to get the hump or adults coming in especially women you know postmenopausal they start getting these different things happening to their body so we're able I'm to feeling help back there that like wait just a moment no. <laughs> but we work on improving that because your body's not going to be 100% perfect but it's continually helping your body's ability to adapt and i think that's also when people see drugless, it's that we are looking at different ways to improve function. And there is, of course, and I know you spoke of this, a time and a place for those different right. um, areas, you know, to assist people. But it shouldn't be the, the, the first. The first, the go-to. Right, the go-to. So hold the phone up if you can get in the habit, which is it's funny because, like, you never see somebody with their phone up texting. I'm trying to, like, I'm doing it right now, you know, just to see. And it's you're always looking down. And probably a laptop, I'm thinking... Even if it's on a table, it'll be raised up, right? Get one of those stands or raise it up with books or something so it's more actually kind of eye level. Yep. And then even if a book, it's a book stand too, yeah. that's a great thing for yeah. parents to, okay. you know, on Amazon you can get like a lar- a larger wooden book stand. But okay. even you know, parents that are listening here is a standing desk or something, a desk raiser, because you really want to work on always being in more of a relaxed position. Anything that you can do. We have people in our practice and they drive a lot in the car and they've noticed that, you know, they're leaning one side or the other side and they're starting to develop challenges with their shoulders or they're getting numbness and tingling. So overall, we always share with people, evaluate what you do and figure out how to make it better. And if you don't know how to make it better, connect, you know, connect with someone to be able to assist you in that. And they probably shouldn't be doing homework in their bed. I mean, like as a pattern, you know right. what I mean, right? Like they should be sitting or at a desk, a but then raise to be it able up. To... Yeah, raise it up. And if you're, I'm thinking to myself, like if I have a laptop, if I'm on the couch or something, just raise it with one of those stands or something. You know, that's a. I would say a good habit not to do is not to use a laptop on the couch because it's really like the only thing can't you break can that do habit. But look straight. <laughs> Make a pillow, a pillow right, castle. It is. Uh, I will see it, especially with kids, as you make this change, this is going to be over the course of the next decade, you're just going to hear more and more about it. Mm -hmm. Because like I can think of a dad that we started working with and we always take posture pictures of people when they come in and I showed him his and the first thing he said is, I have to bring my daughter in here. Oh, wow. Because he just knew by looking at him and uh, what was going on. And then he sees that that's how she is. Yeah. And the thing is you can correct it. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so like, he's yeah. like, oh, my daughter, her yep. posture's horrible. But there are things that you can 100%. do when so they that's come one in. one of the cool things about working with families is these are preventable issues that can be helped. So, like, even yesterday I was reviewing a follow-up with someone and showing them how much their posture had changed in a three-month time frame. 
and they were blown away. But it was cool to be able to see how things that they were experiencing before, like quality of life issues and pain issues and headaches had all changed. And a part of that is because now the spinal structure is where it's supposed to be and it's not getting impacted. So, you know, I would, for those that are listening right now, just evaluate your your child. Take a look at it. Most most of most parents just don't know what to look for, and yeah. as soon as they do, they're it's like the glass breaks. Yeah, that little earlobe test. You go, I'm going to do that. Like something mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known. You know, you look and like, yeah, they seem like they're sitting. And pretty take your up, phone but, and just yeah. you know have all your kids while like, you're line holding up, the phone up. Right? Yeah. While you're holding your phone up, picture from that. the front <laughs> and then the side. That's yeah. going to be my ne- my Shark Tank invention. Something oh, well, to help with. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, those are great tips. That's what I like is some takeaways that parents can do, like do this, check it out. If it seems, you know, so if it, something seems off, then that's, that's probably your clue to maybe come in Mm -hmm. and take care of it sooner the better. Well, you know what you were mentioning earlier, what do people usually come in and we see people for a variety of things, but probably the most common thing we see is wellness. So someone that's coming in and Hey, I just want to have good support. Be proactive. That's what we always say, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your car, your house, it's always better to maintain something than it is to fix it when it's broke. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier and, and working with that type of a mentality is way better and it's way easier to help manage long term. So it's so cool to be able to work with kids. The thing that we love about working with kids is the stories that parents tell us when their kid is performing better and they have tears in their Uh, eyes. Yeah, they're happier and they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Their their function is so much better and that's the reason why we show up every day to the office is because there's somebody that's out there that we're going to be able to change their life because of what we incorporated with them, whether it's chiropractic, diet, nutrition. Well, I really enjoyed having you guys here. I learned a lot. I think you guys are both um, super smart and super personable, and so I can see why people are coming into your office as they are and bringing their kids and families. So I hope that some people, um, some parents got some really good ideas and things to look for, like you said, and ways that you guys you guys are there to support them, and you can tell that you really care about families. So I am so glad that you guys were here, and how can people find you or contact you? You know, that's great. I would say whether it's us or any chiropractor right, but you hope would, it's you we would love okay. for them to come and see us <laughs> but you know there's there's so many more kids that need it right so and there are there are other chiropractors of that are designed to help with kids but for us specifically we're on the west side of cleveland we're across from crocker park and westlake and the gemini towers um, one of the easiest ways for people to connect with us is we're on facebook we're on twitter our website is www.druglessdrs.com. Uh, for someone, it, the easiest way to see if we can help them is have an evaluation. And that's really with any healthcare provider is as you get an evaluation, you're able to see what's going on and come up with a plan of action. So education, education, education. All right. Well, thank you guys, both of you, for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. This episode has been sponsored by Montrose Mazda Kent. They go around the world for you. Before you look, call or stop in and talk to Jeremy. Find out more at mazdakent.com. Thank you for listening to Apparently Speaking. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. Find the podcast and much more at northeastohioparent.com. Like Apparently Speaking on Facebook and email me at podcast at northeastohioparent.com. 